Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Hello. Hi, <laughs> we're back. Back at it again. Uh, chapter seven of New Moon repetition man uh here we are we in march we're 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 coming full circle Don't to stop. pandemic <laughs> you, oh, you God, know it's so terrible you know when i started this podcast with you in the summer of 2020 yeah Yep. I don't think that I imagined at this point in time we would still be in like the height of pandemic numbers that's so nice that you thought that because that's just so positive of you, but I absolutely expected us to still be here. I expected better of my country. <laughs> well, I didn't. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, here we are. Considering, you know, everything. Woo! Uh, so yeah, here we are. We're still reading New Moon, uh, Twilight Sega. It's 2021. Uh, <laughs> let's get at it. <laughs> yeah. It's another... This chapter is absolutely titled because it's called repetition and it, I, to be fair it's not a complete filler chapter like stuff does happen mm-hmm. stuff does develop oh, yeah. but it's still like she really like set us up with the title and then followed through with the chapter <laughs> that leads up to something that will happen in the in next, the next chapter. chapter i know she really did that she I, does this all the time i was reading annoying. it and i was like oh it's the bike chapter and then i got to the end and i was like oh of course it's not actually oh, the, it's bike not chapter. the bike chapter <laughs> Yeah. So we open up with her being a dummy, uh, because when isn't she? <laughs> um, Bella has decided to go visit the Cullen house on her way to La Push, because, well, she's stupid? I don't know. <laughs> uh, she talk- yeah, she's she's stupid. Um, uh, she's She's beating her delusions. She's unhealthy. Yep. She's saying that, because we talked about at the end of the last episode, the last chapter, how we're talking about how it sort of felt like everything was starting over. And so that's sort of where the title of this chapter comes from, because she's talking about there's a strange sense of repetition Uh happening, which it's kind of fascinating that she titled this chapter Repetition when it was the last chapter that the repetition happened, but whatever. I think there Um, were moments in this one. I did make note of a couple of things. Okay. I suppose, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she's like, it was just all really weird. So she's going back to the house to try to see if there's any sign of them at all. Because she remembers back to him saying, you know, Edward saying, it will be as if I never existed. Um, yeah, and it's and a so weird sense like, of her wondering, like, will the house even be here? Like, she's worried that it's taking too long to go down the path and everything's overgrown. And you get that sort of, there is that fantastical sense of like, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, Narnia or something, where like, is the world still going to be there on the other side when I cross this barrier? Like, I'm into this magical land where vampires are real, but the house is still there. (laughs) Yes. It is still there, which is, it's funny also that she's worried about it not being there. Yeah. It's like, what What happened? Did Emmett, like, pull it down brick by brick? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe. I wouldn't put it past him, but I don't think so. All the Cullens just gathered around with the fucking, you know, 
kicking and punching it down you know they don't even need tools yeah they just gather right. around they're like all right it's time to break down our home pretend we didn't exist and alice For just like sure. shows up with a fucking wicked like flying roundhouse kick <laughs> and the whole thing just shatters to the ground yep speaking of alice and speaking of the beginning of this chapter this ch- this part where she goes to the house and like is thinking about them and mm-hmm. like sort of making these interesting choices really makes me think i would love to see I mean, we talked about, like, sort of, like, the midnight sun of New Moon and how that would be kind of interesting because he's gone. But I would love to see, like, and I think you could get this with Edward, but I would want to see, like, Alice in this. And if she reaches out into Bella's, you know, future. If she still, Mm -hmm. like, misses her or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's seeing the different things that she decides. Because, you know, we've seen that Alice, you know, in the last book she would reach out and she would see things change you know, sort of related to her, but, like, a lot related to Bella. Um, so we know that she could reach out into, like, other people's futures, not just, like, her own. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting if she's like, I miss her. What's going on with her? Oh, she's at my house. <laughs> 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 the fuck? <laughs> um, but, you know, but, like, more nuanced than that or whatever. <laughs> she was really like, damn, Bella, you really just gonna fucking sit around and be a zombie for four months? Jesus. Yeah. Edward, you broke her. She thinks her, like, future power has broken yeah. because she keeps looking into Bella's future, and it's the same thing for four months straight, and she's like, the, is something she's wrong like with me? And hitting she's hitting like, her oh. head, like, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like, oh, nope, no, she's just depressed. Okay. <laughs> she got the depressy. The depression. Um, me too. Anyway. I really like these descriptions of the like the jungle-like growth mm-hmm. that's happened because I mean, uh, this is it's January right now. Yeah, um, which you know is still like winter e, but like, I mean, I don't know how Washington works as much, but I sort of see it as this kind of like he went away in late like fall or like fall of some sort, and then like everything dies, and then like nature regrows, right? Yeah, and so this really like this. Fern Sea, as she calls it, um, the, the green feathery waves of waist high ferns. I just really, I love this idea of like, you know, because the whole nature taking over mm-hmm. thing is such a cool. It just, feels it's like just a um, cool concept in general. It's so. uh, what's it called? Spirited away. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm so glad you can make these references now. I know. Me too. I've seen two <laughs> whole movies. <laughs> We'll watch more. <laughs> Two whole movies in my whole life. <laughs> All of them. And, uh, you know, aside from Twilight, of course. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you've seen six movies total. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be kind of impressive. Uh, so she doesn't hear anything. She hears no Edward voices. She just looks at the house and she's like, this actually sucks because it's just an empty house and I feel really bad about coming here. And so she yeah. just she just fucking leaves, and she's like, "I'm gonna go back to my happy place and see Jacob." Yeah, it's interesting though. She like, she's wondering if it would be harder to see all the furniture gone or all of it yeah. still there. She's sort of like having this debate mm-hmm. of which one would be worse. I I was trying to think, and I was like, I don't know if it would. Like I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. It's you know what I'm thinking about is how. Like, you mentioned that, uh, I think, last chapter, 
about Charlie kind of watching her more closely and wondering if she's developed a new unhealthy attachment. And in like this chapter, she's like, hmm, maybe I was developing a new sickness, another addiction. It's like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I literally wrote like Jacob as this new obsession because this and it's it sucks because it's really like enforcing this idea of like, because the annoying thing is that Bella in her character seems to subvert this idea of always being attached to like, you know, the teenage girl attached to a boy always having a crush on someone mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she goes into like the books being like, I've not had boyfriends. I'm yeah. not really interested in Mike. Like, you know, I'm just not. It's not what I'm about. It's, it's not, not really what, what I'm I about. care about. Like, she doesn't really date. Like, she says that later. And that's sort of, you know, complicated now. But she sure. didn't date before. Um, so it, it's annoying because, like, she has those moments where she's like, oh, she doesn't really need anybody. But then but the, the story the is her, is her jumping, needing people. <laughs> yeah, it's jumping from guy to guy. <laughs> yeah. Can we at least get a girl in here? Please. <laughs> Alice. Then it would be okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do think sure. that is one other way that it ties into the, like, repetition thing, though. Because mm-hmm. now, it, you know, her year has started over. It's, you know, the anniversary of when she first started school at Forks. And now it's like, oh, well, now I'm getting way too heavily invested. Another dude. <laughs> here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So she goes over to Jacob's place again and they're talking and you know they're kind of flirting and like sort of having this also like they have a lot through this where they're they have a lot of these little comments where they're both like testing out the waters to make sure the other one isn't sick of them yet Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because they clearly both enjoy each other's company but at the same time they're also both like fuck 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 what if they don't want to hang out with me yeah 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 (laughs) and it's just it's really funny because it's cute because it's like they're they obviously are worried because they like hanging out with the other person so they're like oh no like i I really like this what if what if they're tired of me yeah and bella you know i love this moment where he's like if i if i told you that i couldn't fix these bikes what would you yeah. say and you know he's clearly asking like are you only hanging out with me until i finish fixing these bikes yeah um and she was like, I would say that's too bad, but I bet we could figure something else to d- figure out something else to do. So clearly they like actually like spending. This mm-hmm. is like sort of the moment where they're realizing, okay, we are spending time with each other because we like each other. And not just and because we're trying this is to a transaction. That. Yeah. It's just like the, he does this teasing, like hoping to see Quill again, which is like totally this like, <laughs> you're not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is really funny also like he's so crushing like he's crushing he's so hard on her so and it makes crushing. me feel bad because she's like aha no <laughs> <laughs> yeah not that like yeah. she owes him anything obviously obviously yeah. but you still feel bad with like you know unreciprocated you know affection right yeah and she's like they're talking about them having to be responsible and do some homework, and she sort of gestures to them as like a single uh-huh. like entity, and he's so excited, he just idea. so hyped, and it's like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> I know he's like a little puppy, he's so eager. Yeah, and this scene ends with them saying like, "Here's to responsibility twice a week," because they've decided to do homework two days a week <laughs> and then bella responds and recklessness every day in between which is just so teenager of them. that's how i want to live like, my life except no homework part yeah but it's just like the saying it out loud. oh i know 
And also, it's so funny because, like, Jacob pulls out two cans of soda and they toast with it. And that is 100% supposed to be beer. Yeah, you're that right. Is, that is beer. Yeah. I, there's nothing in my mind. No one Jacob could has convince beer me cans that that's in his garage hidden away. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because Billy can't go in there. Uh-huh. And he, never, he never makes the effort to go in there either. And Jacob like, and his bros effort. can go hang out there. Yeah, it's I uh I get it that you know she wants to not promote underage drinking. However, be realistic here. It's beer. Yeah. It's piss actually. <laughs> it's piss actually. <laughs> IPA. <laughs> it's piss actually. So Bella goes to work and now that she's alive again, Mike is all chattering and mm-hmm. talking and he's so happy to have his Bella back. And immediately fucking jumps back into the whole, I want to date you, I want to go out with you, I'm back in on the Bella train bullshit, and I'm like, when will you stop? When will Mike stop? This is the second instance of repetition in this chapter. It's back to, Mike is crushing on Bella. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? (laughs) That's that's sort of how I feel here. Uh, but, but he's yeah. immediately asking her to see a movie and i'm just like stop yeah he <laughs> it's so funny the way he sets it up too he's like wow sucks he had to leave that movie early last week and she's like uh okay <laughs> yeah i guess and he's like what i mean is you should go to a better movie something you'd enjoy with me wink, wink. and she's like uh <laughs> Yeah. She's just not interested. I hate, I hate. So here's the thing. So yeah, there's okay. the repetition, the starting over thing. It's back like at the beginning of her first school semester thing where Mike's crushing over her and wants to go out on dates. And she's like, I'm still, I'm still not interested. I'm, I still don't, it doesn't, uh. So uh, she clarifies right away, like, you know, would this be a date? And then says, I'm not dating anybody and then he kind of steps down respectfully and is like okay well just as friends but obviously he's disappointed and then Mm -hmm. she has a thought of um i hoped he really meant that we could be friends anyway which is the insidious nice guy friend zone thing where even though someone has made their intentions very clear of what they want they will continue to pursue with the idea that they can convince the girl to go out with them. And then when they get rejected again, act like, Oh, like, you know, I'm so nice to her. How come she won't like me back? Blah, 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 blah. She led me on by doing these things. Yeah. Cause the thing is like, you know, it's, it's written in text. Like, (laughs) you know, she says, she asks like a date Mm -hmm. and he's saying, if you want, but it doesn't have to be like that. And she says, I don't date. And they establish that they are going to this as friends. Yep. They would be doing this as friends. And clearly that states that Bella is not interested in him as more than friends. Yes. So if we come back later and he's doing some shit, I'll jump, I'll blue skadoo my ass into the book and beat (laughs) him up. (laughs) And you would be valid for it because I hate it. It's really uh, you're on worst. thin fucking ice, Mike. <laughs> Straight friend who's on thin fucking ice. Oh, absolutely, Mike Newton. <clears throat> That's actually extremely accurate. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Jess is the uh, other one. <laughs> oh, so uh, she gets home uh, the next night, and Jacob is over because they're doing homework on their homework mm-hmm. date. Homework date, 
And Charlie doesn't even seem to notice because <laughs> she thinks Billy must have been talking behind their backs. And I'm like, see, <laughs> Billy is dance moms. Dance moms. Okay. They're both dance moms now. Concept. Concept. Okay. I'm listening. New moon from Billy's perspective. <laughs> and it's just a him <laughs> and Charlie talking shit. <laughs> Every single chapter is a different fishing trip or baseball game. Yeah. There has to... If there's not a fan fiction of that, I, I would... I'd need to write it. Wow. Write Are we hearing fiction, our first but... instance of Cam saying she would write fan fiction for Twilight? I don't write fan fiction. I've actually never written fan fiction once in my life. Um, hmm. Maybe maybe for Billy I would. <laughs> Billy might be worth it. Bonus content? Uh, Bonus content. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Don't you actually write fan fiction? Yes. So there. We could have uh, another version of Expert and Newbie with fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. And we I'm could. actually a cr- I'm a creative writing major, so like I got this. I don't need yeah. to put a fan into the fiction, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know. Uh, anyway. What do thoughts? we call Billy's POV? Um um Full Moon. <laughs> Werewolves! They're here! <laughs> Did you forget? That's what it should be called. Yeah. It's just my theory. Okay. <laughs> so I, I love that this uh, age, like, sort of j- contest thing that they have is still continuing. Um, and I'm glad that it wasn't just in that one section. Mm-hmm. They're still having this competition, and he is, like, grudgingly adding another e- year to her age for being a good cook because of the. Little, the lasagna she made. Which, um, field over here. I want to point out that apparently she spent the afternoon making lasagna, and I'm like, bitch, it's fucking layers of noodles, sauce, and and some some meat and cheese over and over again. It takes like 20 minutes. That's true. What do you mean? I wonder afternoon? if it really meant the entire afternoon making, or like she made it and then, cause you know, like. Lasagna goes in for like hours. Does no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No way. You're making the wrong kind of lasagna. What what lasagna have you eaten? What do you what do you do? I mean, I don't I don't know. I've never made one myself. I have made one myself. My mom makes it, and I take <laughs> home the leftovers. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, the two lasagnas types of lasagna that I usually had. Well, to be fair. One is, like, one of those, like, pre-made, but then you put it in the oven for, like, three or four hours. What? Um, no, maybe maybe two or three. That can't be but right. But still, it's... It's right! I don't know what to tell you! No. We would have to, like, specifically organize when we would put the lasagna in so that it would be ready. What? In time for dinner. It was at least two hours. And then the other one that we made a lot is to be fair this is why it takes so long is we make slow cooker lasagna and obviously it's gonna take a while because it's slow cooker but it's like it's still gonna it i am i'm looking at recipes online and the longest one is two hours that's still two hours i said hours and you were like what i guess in my mind i was thinking an hour and a half an hour and a half is okay I feel like we always did, like, two to three hours for the one that was pre-made. 
And then the slow cooker ones is the slow cooker, you know, goes however long that goes. You know, anywhere from, like, four to six hours. Huh. Yeah. We should make lasagna sometime. <laughs> okay. And Fergus can dress up as Garfield. <laughs> and you'll hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. Ugh, funniest joke out there. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what even are we reading? <laughs> um... They're watching Monster Garage on on Discovery Channel. What is that? It's if I is it like a is it like a a car show? It is some kind of car show. I feel like I know what it is, but I can't remember. But I feel like I've seen it before. I used to watch a lot of Discovery. American television series. Yep, that's the one. Expert mechanic Jesse James tells. Helms this high octane series that oh, transforms yeah. regular cars into outrageous vehicles in just seven days. It's like Pimp My Ride. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think I've actually maybe seen this. I've either seen this or I've seen Pimp My Ride. I've seen both for sure, for sure. Oh, there's an entire section on their Wikipedia of failed monsters. Uh, there was like a Frankenstein's one in ten monster. There was a 1 in 10 monster build failure rate. Ah. When a team failed to complete a vehicle in time, because they only have seven days and they're pretty strict apparently, it was destroyed by host Jesse James. He just goes step on it. I love this, that his name is Jesse James because I just think of like Team Rocket. <laughs> uh, moving on, back to, the, to what we're reading. I guess they're watching this thing. Which is, like, kind of weird, but also perhaps uh, a, a, a common small-town, like, TV show to watch. It's like, oh my, what my dad would watch? He would I don't watch, know, it's like, Jacob, American right? It's Pickers. a car show. That's true. Like, uh, what are those called? Whatever. Anyway. Um, it's like how I used that. to watch, like, Mythbusters with friends over. Ugh. I miss that. That was so fun. That was a good show. And they had all, like, the the cool, hip youngsters. Oh, yeah. And they were all smart. Yeah. Cool kids. You must have ate that shit up. Future scientists being like, fuck yeah! (laughs) Scientific experiments, but but also with explosions! (laughs) (laughs) Tell me the myth is fake! Yeah! I, yeah, I was watching that. I would be watching Ghost Hunters. (gasps) <gasps> Which apparently Ghost no hunters. one, I I like a few months ago I like made this reference to Ghost Hunters and like none of you guys knew what I was talking about. I love Ghost Hunters. It was so fun. I must have a hundred percent watched it before, but I wouldn't ha- be able to like point out anything that happened in it because I w- didn't watch it regularly. Yeah, I mean it was the classic like. This is a it's haunted just, spot. It's just like tense blah, 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 the blah. entire time, and then they hear like one like yeah like the camera pans and the guy who's panned off camera like yeets a rock in the other direction, and they go, <laughs> oh, "What was that?" Like it's literally. <laughs> and then they like go back the and energy. check the footage, and they're like, "Look, an orb," and I'm like, "That's a reflection of light." Oh, yeah, this, and like that's definitely just orb. dust. <laughs> they're like, "There's a shape of a man." And they, like, uh, with, like, the spirit box type stuff, too. And they pick out the craziest shit. And I was just like, okay. You know, the, the only ghost show worth watching is BuzzFeed Unsolved. That's true. That's, yes, I agree. 
Okay. So, moving back to this book we're reading. <laughs> With no ghosts in it that we know of yeah. yet. Yet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so, she's saying, oh, I'll come over tomorrow. And then Jacob's like, well, actually, let me call you first, okay? And she's like, qu'est-ce que c'est? And he's like, mm. <laughs> And it's all very mysterious, and we definitely don't know what's about to happen. Um... But, you know, the next day she decides to clean, I guess. She needs to distract herself because she's just waiting for his phone call. So she's like, I'm just going to do something. Yeah. It's, it's like, good for her. But also, this is another thing of, like, the the daughter living with the single father. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cleaning up after him. And it's just like, ugh. And, like, I you get know, the, she I does enjoy I get the sense that she was things. like this with her mother, too, though, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, to be fair, she's been a parent to yeah. her parents it seems for a lot of things um so yeah i mean and to be fair like we've talked about this before she does seem to enjoy these things genuinely and like if there's something to do but it's also like come on i mean maybe maybe there are many times when charlie cleans up and we don't notice yeah but like you'd think that she would comment on it if he did it right <laughs> yeah 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 well because she I don't, I don't know i'm just thinking of like when she like very much notices how he just kind of quietly put like the chains on the tires of her truck for example and she comments on that uh because it was like oh like wow what a nice gesture for him to do for me a man did something that's crazy yeah but she never (laughs) talks about him cleaning uh she does comment every time he ends up ordering food or like preparing food on her behalf as well so i feel like he doesn't Mm -hmm. clean (laughs) no probably not (laughs) um yeah so then jacob calls her and she finds out that the bikes are done, and they can go test them out right now. Um, so then they get there, the bikes are ready, and they look shiny, and they have little ribbons on them, which is so cute. I feel I the bad again for to. Jacob, is the yeah. thing. Because he's so good. He's, he's got ribbons on the bikes. He's so excited to have been helping her. But I just feel mm-hmm. like this motorcycle thing is, like, reminding us again that she's still sort of just using him. Like, this all started as a right. way for her to just be like, I want to be reckless. Fuck Edward. Like, or maybe I'll hear his voice again. <laughs> uh, it's... She... You know, she's realized that she is friends with him, but at the same time, this still all centers around the fact that she's still looking for this sort of escape of recklessness. And he's right. just, like, totally smitten with her. Yeah, it does suck. It's, yeah. I mean, and this even dates back to the first book, you know, when she flirted with him to get information I out know. of him. Like, this is a constant thing with her and him. And it's like, yikes, maybe this isn't great. Maybe stop. <laughs> maybe he deserves better. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you shouldn't lead him on. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, this is very different from, like, the Mike Newton situation where she's, like, she has flirted with him in the past, and they are flirting. And, you know, it's still, of course, they shouldn't assume anything. I think we can, we've we sort of driven that one home. You know, we're never going to say that he's justified if he does something creepy. Yeah. Um, but, like, it does still suck, because it's she like she doesn't explicitly say it i mean she sort of actually she, she, hints sort, of, around she sort of talks about it uh at, near the end of this chapter but yeah. like she obviously knows he likes her she yeah. there is no way she doesn't know this based on like how she responds and the way she reacts to things he says mm-hmm. and things she hints at and so like it's not just uh we said we're gonna be friends and i'm you know like, if you think anything, if you do anything weird, like, 
I would have no idea. Like, no, she's, there's still, like, she's aware and she hasn't made that boundary yet. Yeah. She hasn't, like, set that. And I think, because he is a really, he's a, he's a well-meaning guy and he has this huge crush on her. And I do feel kind of bad for him here, yeah. for sure. So they're, they drive out of town to go to a spot where they can ride the bikes. And uh, as they're driving down the highway, Bella sees somebody leaping off of a cliff into the water and she freaks out and stops the car and is like, like, I just jumped off a cliff. (laughs) Which is like funny, but also like poor Bella. (laughs) Like this poor thing. Like she clearly doesn't know what this was. And I also, you know, based on like her mindset, you know, perhaps this is something she would more easily jump to in this situation but it's also just like oh come on <laughs> like it's also funny it... because she mentions that like the closest way to get to a phone would be dri- to drive back to billy's and i'm like holy shit you don't have cell phones <laughs> ah. so funny isn't it so, wow, so i feel like it's so interesting to try and write media in like a present day and not like, take advantage of how, like, cell phones can solve so many problems. I don't know. There's so many yeah. setups for things where it's, like, not being able to communicate immediately is a way to build the tension of something. Mm-hmm. And now so often, like, it's cheap. People will just be like, oh, there's no signal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like, oh, so conveniently every time we need something to happen, there's no signal. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so they're just cliff diving. <laughs> Which I would like to point out in... January. Yeah. It's a choice. They're, they're just showing how tough they are. They're shirtless cliff diving into water in January. What? Like I don't know. there's ice? I don't know. I just think it's stupid. It's just this Oh is, yeah, it's this is it's very super stupid. Dumb. I don't you know. At I don't know. Point, I questioned I'm assuming... it. I, I questioned it back when she was writing that they were all going to, on a beach trip in March. And now she's got them <laughs> cliff diving in January. Okay, yeah. That's true. Because, like, in March, you know, and I mean, these are all humans, but, you know, they were all, like, bundling up a lot. And, yeah. you know, they had the wetsuits on. They were still talking about how it was cold. Yeah. But, you know, it's La Push. <laughs> La Push, baby. <laughs> it's La Push. Okay. Um... But it's just, I, I don't know why they're doing this. Maybe it's because they are werewolves and have some sort of, like, better internal heat. I don't know. Or maybe they're just trying to show how tough they are and they're reckless and they're, mm. you know, maybe they're like, what's that, what's that group? Like the polar bear club or whatever. Those people oh, who yeah. swim in the ocean in the middle of the winter. Yeah. Maybe they're members. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I would love that, actually. I just, I don't know. Uh, it's it's so, it's a weird choice, I think. I get what she wants to do with it, of like, oh, like, they're so tough, they're so fearless, like, what's up with them? But yeah, like, and it also, it I also specifically know that she pointed out. out it was January, so like, why? <laughs> it seems weird. Yeah, it's like she wanted to have a scene where Bella gets really interested in the idea of cliff diving. Yeah. But then 
she also wanted at the same time to be setting up this whole repetition of the exact uh-huh. same date being in January. Yeah. Um, and uh, she can't have both. <laughs> like, she she can't do... I mean, she does, but it's, com- it's super unrealistic. Um, well, because the thing is, too, is the part that's unrealistic is actually the fact that neither Bella or Jacob comment on the fact that it's fucking January. They're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, they're so crazy. They like to be daredevils or whatever. But, like, I've gone cliff diving before, just not usually from that high. And she's like, oh, okay, maybe I want to try it. But, like, there's no mention of, like, how are they doing this in January? Yeah, I mean, Jacob says, can we at least wait for a warmer day? Because, like, there's something. But, you know, it doesn't maybe mean a warmer it's month. not fucking January. <laughs> um, Yeah. I feel like that would be my, like, bigger remark on the whole situation of, like, bruh, it's January. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It it would... Yeah, I don't know why they didn't point that out stronger. Like, I mean, he says it's freezing today, that water can't feel good. Yeah. You know. But then clearly it's, like, more than this, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because... First of all, he, like, you know, he doesn't want to go because, you know, it's too cold. But then also, as they keep driving to where they were going to go with the bikes, clearly it seems that, There's more to it. There's more to it. Something nefarious is going on. (laughs) He calls them the LaPush gang. (laughs) And then she goes, you have a gang? (laughs) Which is just like the whitest. La thing push, that was baby. Ever done. It's la push. It's la push. <laughs> oh, it's just so stupid. And he's like, "No, dummy, <laughs> you fucking idiot." And I love how he says they're like hall monitors gone bad. That's very funny. It's like it's like making Draco Malfoy a prefect. Is that a hall monitor gone bad? <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. It's it's it goes from Draco being prefect to then being part of the Inquisitor Inquis- Inquisitorial Squad. It, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's that the Inquisitorial Squad is just hall monitors gone bad. Uh-huh. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. I can't. You're absolutely <laughs> you can't. right. Um So maybe plot uh Yeah, plot. He he talks about how uh, they just kind of follow Sam around, this this gang, and for some reason all the elders, like, listen to his advice, like, on the council and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. he's really weirded out by the whole thing, and he thinks it sounds like a cult. Yeah. It's it's funny. He keeps calling the, the people who follow Sam around his disciples. Yeah. And then he calls them uh, his followers. But yeah, so... He's definitely, you know, concerned about this to an extent. And it's, it's, this, I'm, it's been so long, but I'm finally getting insight into, like, werewolves. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, they talk, um, more about this. I mean, before I, before I get there, uh, I will say that I totally thought that Sam was way older than 20. He, I thought he was like Charlie's age. Oh, like in the la- in like the the beginning of this book or whatever when he comes, I thought My, he was like 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 older. Nah. I did not think he was twenty. 
I so that shocked me. Forgot <laughs> that he was only twenty, but I did think that he was not older than thirty. Okay. Um, but that's just, just a like that's giving... just a mistake on Meyer's fault for descriptions, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I got like based on like how he came and found her and like brought her back. Even though like now she's having these ominous dreams about him, like I didn't really get that because like when I was reading that myself, I personally was seeing him as much more of a like a protector, like as he right. like, describes himself, and he's like taking her in and being kind to her, and he sort of seemed like an older, strong, Wiser. tall yeah. dude, buff dude who's like, you know, not char- not like Billy and Charlie age necessarily, but like around there. Sure. Like, I imagined him much more as, like, another cool old dude with a cowboy hat than, like, 20. I don't know. I, I don't know reason, why. I think, no, I think the reason that you got that impression is if you think back to those, that, like, moment where he's bringing Bella back, a lot of people are, mm-hmm. like, looking to Sam for answers and guidance and That's stuff true. like that, which That's gives so the impression true. of an older man. That's totally, yeah. <laughs> that might definitely be it. But yeah, so then he's, like, being really salty about Sam and his friends Jared and Paul, who he go around with, and they're, like, kind of tough guys, you know? Yeah. And then, but Bella's, like, realizing that he's taking it pretty, like, personally, like, more personally than she's ever seen him. Because she was, yeah. like, she says he's never upset. Like, he's such a goofy like uh-huh. easygoing guy so and it's like, like why, why does it matter what so other upset? people are doing if they're not bothering you with it right exactly and then you know they're they're parked they're getting ready to go on the bikes and then she's like i now i need to know more about this so she digs in a little bit more and she's saying what's really bothering you about the sam thing um and because Jacob is a sweetie with loose lips. He just <laughs> is, spills everything. Um, and there's a lot to take in in, like, two pages. Yes. Of, like, possible, probable werewolf lore. So I'm going to take a sip of my water, and then we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Let's dig into this. Water drinking ASMR. Okay. So, they treat him weirdly they treat jacob differently they're sort of or no yeah yeah so uh, the council this council where i guess they make all their decisions in um the area in the tribe they are supposed to be made of equals but if there was a leader it would be billy and this seems to be because of his bloodline so something to do with his, uh, Jacob's great-grandfather. Yeah, he's descended um, from, like, the last, like, real official, like, chief that they actually right. had. Right, Before it got split into, like, a council. Yep. Um, so, but then he was saying that they all treat him, they all treat Billy really specially, and they didn't with Jacob until recently. And Sam has been, like, eyeing him lately. As if he's, yeah. As if he's waiting for something. Yep. Like, he's going to join the gang someday. Um, and he's paying more attention to him than anybody else. And then she's like, well, you don't have to necessarily do whatever they want you to do. Like, you have your own life. And he's uh-huh. like, yeah. But 
here's the problem. Yeah, my really good friend, Embry, has Embryo. now... Embryo. I wasn't going to say it because it was serious, but I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's been avoiding Jacob and Quill and everyone because he missed a week of school and he was never home when they tried to go see him. And when he came back, he was really freaked out. And then he started hanging around with Sam's group. My yeah. theory. Which I think is extremely genius. Uh, and definitely not just because it's written out for me. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, we talked a while ago about how, you know, Jacob doesn't realize he's a werewolf at this point. Maybe he isn't a werewolf at this point. And we're talking about sort of maybe there's, like, some sort of puberty, maturity type thing mm-hmm. that goes along with it. So I'm thinking, you know, this friend group of three is, like, getting to this age where if they're going to turn, they're going to do it soon. Right. So my theory is that because um, he talked about, yeah, it was the same thing with Paul, how Paul stopped coming to school for a few weeks, and then when he came back, he was hanging out with Sam. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, if there's a sign of them that they're going to turn, they get taken away to a certain place while they figure that out. They get the, you know, the tribe or whoever just shoves all this information on them um, so that, like, look, this is this is what we really are and this is what you are going to become. You're not just and a normal person. And you need person. to keep it a secret. Right. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, they come back looking freaked out and terrified mm-hmm. because they're, you know, sworn to secrecy and also, like, just learned so much about themselves and also now they're a monster of some sort. Right. And they come back and... You know, this gang, I mean, it's like a pack. It's a wolf pack. And right. Sam's the leader. And so they kind of defer to him. And I'm wondering if maybe Jacob, because he's Billy's son, is supposed to, like, take over Sam's role if he turns. And it's interesting because, like, Billy said, like, he, at, Jacob asked Billy about it. And he says, it's nothing you need to worry about now, Jacob. In a few years, if you don't, well, I'll explain later. So there's, like, I think there's, like, a question, like, they aren't completely sure if they right. will actually become werewolves. Like, it's not always mm-hmm. certain. Like, so maybe, you know, he says in a few years if you don't. So, like, maybe there's, like, a, a, a year, some years period where they will turn at some point if they're going to turn. If they don't, they'll just be a person. And well, you know, I, I feel they... like, yeah, I feel like given that, you know, we assume not every single member of this tribe is right. a werewolf. Exactly. Um, then that lines up with that because uh, obviously if they have to keep it a secret, then not everybody is. Like that's a hard secret to keep if, right. if everyone yeah, because, eventually reaches that point. Yeah, because the thing is like, you know, that, that very much explains why Jacob doesn't know up until now. And, you know, he's sort of like, I mean, it's kind of weird that he's teasing these legends, but still like yeah. he doesn't believe it because... Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense that there are people within their community that don't know. Because if it was, like, everyone in their community was it, they could just keep it as an insular thing. Like, it wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't, they could just keep it from outsiders. But the fact that they have to, like, not tell people until they are sure they're going to turn Mm -hmm. is really, really fascinating and interesting. And Uh, I really, interesting. (laughs) I do find it interesting, too, of, like, the other reason that he's, like, really freaked out by it is because... Embry was like hated them even more than Jacob's yeah. like talking about hating them and now he's following them around like it was nothing right. um, which from the outside like you know if you're not believing in werewolves or whatever that's fucking creepy and culty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It is culty. <laughs> um, so so I don't know. Do you, do you have any feelings about if the, the werewolves maybe are more culty than uh, we, we previously could have imagined? Um, well, I mean, they talk about, you know, how they're going off about our land and tribe pride and whatever. So, like, it is interesting how I think Meyer might be, like, leaning into the idea of, like, the wolf pack. Yeah. As, like, a cult type thing. Or, like, just a very devout following mm. which is just a nicer way of saying cult yeah <laughs> i'm realizing <laughs> um, i mean followers disciples devout yeah. she's not being subtle about it and it is really interesting that she's describing it like this when she's also a religious person mm. um, in what one might argue is a very culty religion <laughs> might argue might argue. I mean, right, just, just an opinion I came up with in my own head. So, uh, after he confesses all of this, um, he, he does like say, like, cry. what is this? What is this some sort of puberty thing? Um, and he looks like he's about to cry. Yes. And so Bella wraps her arms around him. And although this is a very sweet sentiment, there's something about this line that feels really forced and not how oh my people God. would talk. Where 100%. she goes, oh, Jake, it'll be okay, I promised. If it gets worse, you can come live with me and Charlie. Don't be scared. We'll think of something. <laughs> it's so... I also noticed this. Because even for S. Meyer, this is bad dialogue. Yeah. Like, even for her. Like, she has some bad moments. This, I would say, is her worst so far. I hated it, yep. It's so forced. Like, the, oh... Jake, the nickname, it'll, it'll be, be okay. okay, and this, like, and, like, combined with this action of this big, dramatic, enveloping hug. Yeah. Right? Because she says she threw his arms around him, and you can imagine that being a really big, dramatic mm-hmm. movement, a really, like, fast, and then she's having these, like, and then she, like, if it gets worse, you can come live with me. It just doesn't, it doesn't sound realistic, and it also doesn't sound like Bella. Yeah, it doesn't sound like her. Because it like, doesn't sound like real dialogue, like from anybody. But no, especially I know. not Bella. That's not how she talks. It's not how she talks. It's not how a person would react to. Hey, I'm having this really weird struggle. Like my friends are acting weird. Instead of like, we'll figure it out, or yeah. you know, you can talk to me more about it, uh, or here's some advice. It's if it gets really bad, you can come live with me and Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like your like reaction. Imagine if like I don't know. Imagine if you and your friend are hanging out and you're like telling them about how some weird stuff is going down in your friend group, and they're like, "It's okay, you know. If it gets worse, we'll just run away." Yeah, (laughs) it's like what? Like that's not how things work, Bella. It's such a weird reaction. It's weird dialogue. It feels so forced and fake. Yeah, and it's annoying, too, because I think it, like, if this had been written well, it would be a good moment for Bella, like, uh-huh. actually caring about somebody else for once. Because <laughs> I think the hug is fine. It was just yeah. a, if it had been toned down to, like, it'll be okay, I'm here for you. Right. That's great. Killed do you it. Think, do you think Stephanie Meyer maybe has never comforted someone in this way, so she doesn't know how to write it? <laughs> Or she just fell down the hole of, like, trying to make, like, a big, sweeping, dramatic moment in, you know, writing and just doesn't know how to make it sound like a real person. Doesn't know how to write. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It feels like a really, like, the weird thing is, is that this moment and the way that it's written feels like something I could see scripted, like, for on stage because it's so yeah. big. It is so big. It's such, yeah, because it's very physical also, like, the big, yeah. you know, you can see, you can really see this in beats. And this is, it's interesting, too, because, you know, beats are something that are actually, like, really good when you're writing either a script or you're writing, like, a mm-hmm. book or anything. Putting things in beats makes it really effective a lot of the time. And you can really see how this can be acted out in a play in beats in terms of she, like, they have this pause yep. where he looks like he's about to cry then she goes and hugs him, and he doesn't react, and there's another pause. Yes. And sh- then he hugs her back and is like, thank you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just the dialogue that's shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the yeah, dialogue yeah. just sucks. It ruined the whole thing. <laughs> it ruins the whole thing. Because this is a cute moment. Um, and even, even, you know, like, I mean, he doesn't say much, but, like, you know... Jacob hugs her back hesitantly, yeah. and he says, thanks, Bella, and his voice is huskier than usual, which, it, like, sort of implies this, like, choking down of emotions, yeah. and, like, sort of... It's a good moment. <laughs> Bella just sounds so fucking stupid. <laughs> and he even says after, like, if this is how you're gonna react, I'll freak out more often. It's like, oh. I know. And he's, and, like, ugh, mm. This is the good shit when he's like the yeah. laughter rumbled against my ear and his fingers touched my hair as soft and tentative. And then she goes, "Oh fuck, it's a friendship, friendship, friendship." Oh, shit. No, no. <laughs> and she like backs away and she's like, "Ahaha, <laughs> fuck." Aha, <laughs> it's so hard to believe. I'm two years older than you. Remember, I'm, I'm, I'm older, older than you. You're a we minor don't... and I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and but then it's cute because then he calls her a little doll and pats her hair. Okay, I know, so because he's so tall. Do we and just admit so that little? we really love small and tall here? Is that yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I am, I am in a small and tall relationship. You are. I'm having so much fun. Thriving. <laughs> I love it. I you love to see it. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm. I want to. I want to see this. I want this to happen in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking ruins it. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, oh, you're a little porcelain doll. And she's like, oh, come on. Like, stop making fun of me. And then he's like, you are so pale. I've never seen anyone paler than you. Well, <laughs> except for. I know. And then he's like, oh, I, I was going to mention the Cullens. Yep. <sighs> Oops. Never seen and anybody then... <laughs> paler than you except for the the pale faces. Yeah, the cold the pa- ones. The cold ones. Back in the dark days. And the chapter literally fucking ends with just like, so are we going to ride? And then it's like, boom, end of chapter because nothing happens. <sighs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's like that kind of thing where it's like, like sort of what we talked about, how, you know, when you're like talking about writing a novel, you know, in very preliminary stuff, you talk about how like the next, the end of a chapter should bounce into the next. And maybe yeah. suspense is good for that. We've talked about how, in the Harry Potter books, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, this, she does it, and we've talked about this before, so I won't, you know, beat a dead horse. But, like, the way she does this is she does nothing for a chapter and then bounces. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have to do things in the chapter before you bounce. Like, you can't. Yeah. It's, it felt like this chapter was the, we're gonna ride bikes, and then she's like, aha, JK, got you. <laughs> Joke's on you. I will never give you anything you want. Sounds about right, Stephanie. 
Yeah, uh. I don't know. Her chapter structure is weird. Uh, I We talked about how the chapter was only 20 pages, and I was like, I feel like most of them are that. And I went and checked, and they're literally consistently 20 or 30 pages over and over again. Damn. It's like how in, like in fan fiction, the chapters mm-hmm. and the way they work online is not the same as the way you would have chapters for a novel. You typically right. try to stick to a word count right. rather than a beat where you could you could do like page breaks within mm-hmm. if you want to do that separation. Um, and it feels like she's following that rule. Yeah. it def- Yeah, it definitely seems like she said, I'm going to write this many pages, make all the chapters this, and, you know, space that out evenly <laughs> mm-hmm. instead of going... Yeah, I'm going to go by important plot points. Yeah. Um, and, you know, fit those into chapters. Because chap- ah, chapters are supposed to be about different, like, mm-hmm. connected moments throughout yeah. a story. They're not just supposed to, like, this could all be one big chapter. It could. It doesn't need to they, be divided. She literally says, let's do it. And then, you know, spoiler alert, the beginning of the next thing he's saying okay where's your clutch and it's just the same yeah. scene yeah they've it, maybe it jumped forward continues. 10 seconds to him like explaining how to use the bike yeah i always remember <laughs> um i used to read this series maximum ride <gasps> and oh my god my mm, that that book series made me queer anyway <laughs> Uh, very valid of you. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And I was just thinking Everyone how I loved, book, I loved how chapters were divided in it because sometimes you would get a series of one page chapters in a row. If action yes! was just happening like boom, 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 it would be Ugh. like one page, one page, two pages. I love that shit. I eat that shit up. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's also a sign of a good writer because, you know, if you can condense and so effectively write a chapter in one page that it like validates putting it in one page and is like an effective Mm -hmm. like choice that's a good writer if you can do that and make it work a hundred percent stephanie said actually i don't know how to do that so i'm just gonna write a really long fan fiction and then (laughs) look at the number of pages i have and divide it by and then just divide like how many chapters are in this Divide it by 24. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally the first two books are both 24 chapters. Yeah. She, she, literally, literally, just, she literally just did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I know, that it's, I know that it's just that it happens to be 24, but it is interesting. 24, 24 hours in a day. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Maybe she just likes all the I, number. All I do is think about things. Anyway. <laughs> um, so that concludes Man, this now I'm remembering. Now I'm remembering Maximum Ride and... Mm. I think, did that, I think that book, those books, like, started my crush on just, like, both, like, cool girls and also, like, soft boys. Soft boys. Because wasn't there, like, a really soft boy in that, like, kind uh, of edgy soft boy? Fang? I swear there. Was he edgy or was he soft? I think he was, he was one edgy. of those, like, looks edgy but is soft inside. If I remember. You know what? This totally definitely fucked me up. If that's. <laughs> this fucked me up. You like went to. You went oh, to, right. Because he's, a he's the one who's just eventually. Fucked me up, fam. Yeah. He's the one who's eventually the love interest. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like the dark hair and like yep. reserved, but he's mm-hmm. soft. This is. Yeah. I found. I found patient zero of my obsession. <laughs> With e boys, <laughs> there he is. 
I've got, I was wondering where this stemmed from. It's there. I'm it's so Fang glad. from Maximum Ride. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, I mean, like, for, completely seriously. It's a joke, but it's also not, because I'm pretty no, sure I this is, it. like, this is the, because, you know, I was definitely reading this when I was, like, 12, probably? Sure, Like, sure. around uh, that age, and... I guess he's supposed to be, like, 14 or something. Yeah. But, like, and this is, like, the first, like, edgy, dark-haired, mm-hmm. soft, edgy boy that I... Yeah. And now here I am with an edgy, soft boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the long hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Simping over any character... And this is this is me uh, admitting something to you in that, you know, I've been, I've been watching more animes and simping over every single character who is edgy, has dark hair, and goes, as like a, ugh, like, ugh. And I'm like, yes! Give it to me! The fucking, And I'm like, Were you into Draco ever? No. Oh. Too much of a snot-nosed kid. Yeah, I know? no, he's a little bit... He, like, fan fiction him is good. Sure. I could... Yeah. But, like... Yeah, normally, no. But anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, um, <laughs> Levi Ackerman can step on me. I'm just saying. Like, that's... I'm just projecting that out into the world now. Um, that's great. I'm so I'm glad that we've, like, myself. come to this conclusion. <laughs> because I remembered Maximum Ride. Dude! Man... I bet those books aren't as well written as I remember them being, but you know, <laughs> they were still. Oh really yeah, fun. for sure. Like probably not, but I also remember them being like so fucking good. So I'm gonna keep yeah, them they, that, like, that way in my memory. They also like I don't know. They just had this great. This is our maximum ride podcast. Anyway, they had like this great like found family narrative as yeah. well, and also like this a break from status quo as well. Because I very. One scene that, like, I don't even remember entirely the plot of that, those books, but I extremely vividly remember one scene where they all have to go into hiding. So all of them go to this random hairdresser. They go to the hairdresser, And they yeah. say, do whatever you want. Yeah. And that was, again, the impetus of me being, like, that is so cool, and they are so edgy and cool. And, like, Dude, I Max want to have get, that like, platinum awesome... blonde hair? Yeah, or something, like, gay as hell like that. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> and also, again, like, you know, my name's Cameron, which can be a girl's name, but, like, it's Maximum. it's gender neutral. But, like, you know, and, like, a lot of people who spell it the way I spell my name are guys. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the Max nickname and the name Cameron, I was like, we are. We. <laughs> we. <laughs> Man, good times, good times. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to go look at the plot summary of that after this and text you about it. <laughs> okay, great. That sounds good. All right. Uh, anyway. Do you uh, guys like Maximum Ride? Let me know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Um, on our Twilight podcast. Thanks. Yep. It's important. <laughs> it's relevant. <laughs> All right. Okay, next chapter is called Adrenaline, and we're going to get bike stuff. Yep. That's bike pretty much it. Bike stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. Maximum ride. Maximum ride. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Unbitten. 
If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now, the rest is still unbitten.